Life's Third Act is a podcast dedicated to helping you get the most out of your retirement. Sponsored by Tucker Allen, attorney CPA Joe Cordell features guests each week to discuss prominent topics for those over 55. Welcome to another episode of Life's Third Act. I'm Jill Enders flying solo today. Joe Cordell has the day off. And we are revisiting one of our most favorite events in the St. Louis area, St. Louis Senior Olympics. And here with us, one of our most favorite guests, Phil Rubin, who is the development manager for the Jewish Community Center. Phil, it's so good to see you and, and to see you this year with the event when it's really a return to normal. Absolutely. Thank you for having me back. It's so great to be back. I miss uh, Mr. Cordell, uh, but to understand the time off, uh, I'm so excited to be back to um, promote the St. Louis Senior Olympics. Again, our return to Memorial Day weekend uh, has been an annual tradition for over 40 years. Right. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, the events of March of 2020, the games were originally postponed uh, and then ultimately canceled. However, in late in 2020 uh, or early 2021, we had to make a decision of when the games would be in 2021. Uh, And we made the executive decision to move them to Labor Day um, because, you know, there were many unknowns. We thought the more time, the better. Well, there was so much uncertainty because I remember when you were on, there was a rise in cases and there was very much a concern about is it safe to hold the event? Right. You know, we had many protocols in place. But, you know, last year, Labor Day, it was so nice to see normal faces. People were so excited to have the games back. You know, although it was a different weekend to see those friends, that camaraderie, that competition. You know, people needed it. They were locked up for for several months in, right. in their homes, not exercising, not living healthy lives. But we gave them that avenue to do something that everyone loves, the St. Louis Senior Olympics. And now they get to do it sooner because after Labor Day, we didn't even have to wait a year. We only had to wait nine months. We right. have returned this year of 2022 to Memorial Day weekend and couldn't be happier. Um, I, I can imagine the response you are getting from the athletes. I mean, what are you hearing from them? Uh, Thank you. Thanks for continuing this important program in our community. I can continue training for my goal of breaking records at the St. Louis Senior Olympics. I'm in a new age group, so now I'm the young one. So I aged up to from the 60 to 64s to the 65 to 69. So I'm going to smoke those old people in in, in my age group. Um, You know, so... You know, they're happy that that is back to Memorial Day weekend because they kind of have a calendar, you know, as, you know, the world and the community is is those in-person events are coming back, those those races. You know, I think back, uh, you know, in early 2020 or middle 2020, everything was canceled. Everything was virtual. And now that everything or most everything has, has kind of come back, you know, they're getting in that routine. They know Memorial Day weekend is Senior Olympics. They know the following weekend is this other race. They know this other weekend is their family vacation. So we had some of those issues uh, last year because we, we broke their routine. We we kind of snuck in on Labor Day weekend when we've never been there before. Right. But ultimately, they were happy because they missed it so much uh, and happy to have it back. Now, when was the decision made this year that, yes, we are going to have it back, you know, over Memorial Day weekend as we always have? Uh, You know, it was uh, a a group effort, you know, leadership at the J, the lay leadership, the volunteer committee members. We even pulled the athletes in our post-game survey, and overwhelmingly, they wanted it to return to Memorial Day weekend. Again, it's that routine of, you know, this is when we are, you know, scheduled to be. And, you know, in working in partnership with other 
um, senior games organizations, you know, the state games, the national games. It kind of, fit, you know, fits in in that schedule. Um, you know, we use some outside venues, and so we have to adhere to their school schedules, for example, at the track and field, right. um, you know, golf courses, things of that nature. So this is, is kind of our, our weekend where it works well for our, for our agency, for the J. Uh, and the athletes and the volunteers. And you certainly have had a lot of challenges with this event over the last two years. I mean, the in 2020, it was held virtually, yep. which it's not the same. No. No. So, uh, yeah, as in 2020, people missed it. And, you know, everyone was throwing virtual events at the window. And, you know— to be honest, you know the the good the there's many great things about the St. Louis Senior Olympics, but one of the greatest is that competition and that camaraderie of being together, competing against you know uh, similar athletes within the same age group. Um, you know those friends that you have. Um, you know being in person. You know playing you play them against them each year in bocce ball. Um, you know the partner you team up with in pickleball. Uh, for the St. Louis Senior Olympics, you couldn't do that virtually. No. While you could post the picture and the video and people, you know, our social media interaction, you know, our, our rates were through the roof. You know, it, it gave them a taste, you know, a little bit of taste in their mouth, but it's not the real thing. No. Um, and last year was was really the real deal. And um, just the thank yous and, you know, the 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 safe hugs, the safe fist bumps, you know, being being careful. And, you know, we had uh, protocols in place to keep a safe atmosphere. Sure. Because um, we were not definitely not no, out of the woods. We were not. We were not. And you know, even this year, we we were going to be mindful. Um, but you know, it's pretty much a normal normal situation this year. You know, there there are events that happened in that did not happen in twenty twenty one because other you know groups we've partnered with are, are slower to come back. But this year in twenty twenty two, I can uh, happily share with with the network that uh, every single event is being offered and every single event is happening. So our tap dancers are back opening the games. Um, we've actually opened that up to other dance groups. It's, so it's not just tap dance. Uh, the bridge bridge game is back. Um, they were not competing uh, in 2021. So, you know, we have many of the events back that that took the year off or really two years sure, off. Sure, sure. Um, as well as, you know, as people um, are more comfortable, they're signing up again and they're coming back and, and you know, they're – they're vaccinated. They feel safe. It's, you know, the the uh, uncertainty is kind of dissipated a bit and mm-hmm. the unknown. So um, I, I'm i excited to have a, a, a bursting campus over Memorial Day weekend here in a couple of weeks. And I think you certainly will. So are you at full capacity? Uh, we're not at full capacity, but, you know, as, you know, all programs throughout the community – get back to those 2019 numbers, we are well on our path back. So I'm happy to share that we're, you know, above the 2021 numbers, but, uh, you know, we are still on, on all our programs as people have reevaluated their their desires and their, you know, uh, disposable income and their choices. Sure. You know, you know, we are on a, on a good path back and we've made some changes to to accommodate those and, and many people are coming back and you know, we've made some other changes to increase the community, increase the the presence of the games at our center. Uh, we've brought darts uh, that used to be on Blueberry Hill in the loop to our center. We um, brought water volleyball that used to be at a senior living center to our indoor pool this year. I love so it. So we, we've, you know, brought the community in. And so there's just going to be much more of a a big hub, you know, a hub of, of happiness and um, of athletes over Memorial Day weekend where, you know, 
while there still was that in years past, we we were more spread out throughout the community. But um, you know, kudos to my colleague Stephanie, who's coordinating the games this year, to bring that community back to the J, uh, where this program started. So, how many athletes are signed up? Do you know offhand? Uh, we're near seven hundred athletes. And what is it typically? Be, in you know, 2019? prior to that was you know we were sh- shooting four digits. We were at a thousand people. You know, the again numbers are 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 you know coming in slow. You know, still as we're nearing the end of registration, but. Um, all programs throughout the community have, you know, sent, you know, are recovering as as we right. continue well, to do Well, you're pretty so. darn close. Yeah, we're getting close. We are, you know, happy with with where we're at, and you know, you forecasted pretty pretty darn close to what we we thought, and you know, we have a good sense on what our members at the J are feeling, what our other program participants are, are sensing through our cultural arts programs, uh, through other adult activities. And this is on trend with where where we are at. And, you know, even our membership at the J is, you know, we just kind of got a got a little burst as, you know, it's getting hotter outside. Our pools are opening up. Um, you know, it's, you know, Pel- those in-home gyms, Peloton is is crashing quickly. Yes, I saw so that. These, these in-person, of you know, we took a two-year intermission and, and it's time for this. You know, this is life's third act. This is you know, Senior Olympics second act. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Now, you've talked about some of the types of competitions, um, pickleball, but what mm-hmm. are some of the other ones that are really popular? Uh, pickleball is through the roof. I mean, pickleball is, is bursting in the St. Louis community. I mean, pickleball venues are popping up all over town. And I know you've we've talked about so, that. Yeah. What, what exactly is pickleball? I Refresh my yeah, memory. Yeah, so pickleball is a combination of badminton, table tennis, and tennis. That's played on very close to a badminton court. It can also be played outdoors or indoors in a gymnasium. Our event is indoors this year. Um, that's something else that was brought back to the J last year. We were, you know, we tried to do many events outside, and you know, this year we're we're doing things back inside again. That since we are able, um, but it's a paddle game with a wiffle ball. That's an oversized table tennis paddle, uh, and it's just really popular within the senior community. Because it's those retired racquetball players, those retired tennis players, because it's a little less movement, a little easier on the knees, and it's not so much strength and agility as more strategy on placement. So uh, it's very popular, and I'd be – I'm happy to share and remiss if I didn't – was that the J was one of the first um, community centers in St. Louis to hold indoor tournaments. Is that right? Yeah, so we are – you know, all for pickleball at the J many times a week uh, for our members, so – um, but pickleball is, is very popular uh, in the Senior Olympics. Uh, we also one of the new things that we did this year was we offered singles, so doubles is much more popular with pickleball. With pickleball okay. uh, in the community, um, especially within the seniors. Um, but there was a, a strong demand to offer singles this year, and so singles is also through. So our, our pickleball is actually this coming weekend because of the popularity of it. Um, as well as a very large national tournament coming to St. Louis of a Memorial Day weekend, which is, you know, things that, you know, just happen. But more so, when pickleball people, they're they're committed to that throughout the, you know, you don't know when your next match is going to be. It's a longer commitment. Right. Senior Olympians love to sign up for every single event, you know, as many as possible. So when they're stuck in pickleball, they can't go to bocce. They can't go to shuffleboard. They can't go to darts. They can't play golf. So having pickleball on a separate weekend at different times, it takes away those conflicts. Oh, that um, makes From sense. them competing in other events. So they really sign up for so, yeah, so multiple Olymp- events? Yes, Senior Olympics is, uh, you know, we encourage, you know, we want people to— to be healthy. The, the point of Senior Olympics is a, a healthy, life-affirming right. infer- life endeavor to m- promote, you know, healthy aging, um, exercise, health and wellness. 
And, you know, we don't want them to just come and throw the shot put three times and be done with it. Try something new. You know, try the javelin. You know, it's a you know, similar skill set. Try the discus. You know, you played horseshoes at your family reunion, and, you know, a couple years ago. We have that event, too. Mm-hmm. You know, meet new people. Try new things. You know, this is, you know, it's a healthy competition. It's for fun. Um, it's more, you know, a competition against yourself to see if you can beat your score and your your times from the years prior. It's a time to meet people and, and you know, share with them. That, you know, you, the good thing about the Olympics is you compete with your peers. You compete against your peers. They're five-year age groups uh, and gender-specific, so 50 to 54 on up. Uh, and people are living longer and healthier lives. We've added age groups over the last several years. You know, originally it was 90 plus and, you know, everyone 90 and over right. uh, competed. And then, you know, then we've added a 95 plus. And now we have an 101-year-old golfer, 18-hole golfer golfing this year. So oh my goodness. we have a 101-year-old person competing in the St. Louis Olympics and is the oldest person to register t- uh, this year. And, uh, you know, in theory, a 49-year-old person could do it because as long as you turn 50 on by December 31st of 2022, you're eligible to compete. Now, is this the oldest athlete you've ever had or have you had an older? Um, I cannot, you know, since I've been involved, um, which has been since 20, I, I've been at the J, I've been employed and worked with the Senior Olympics since 2004, uh, but, but more intimate as, di- you know, serving as director for, for a dozen, you know, or, or 10 years. Uh, I recall a 102-year-old washer toss uh, player from a couple years ago. So I, I'm aware of a couple times we've hit north of the century mark. Um, but this is the you know this is certainly worth celebrating. I was going to ask you. You brought up washers. That's you know a very popular uh, St. Louis game, especially where I, I came from, North County. Mm-hmm. I mean, washers big time popular. Sure. So a lot of seniors sign up for that. Yeah. One. So so those you know I like to divide the senior Olympics into to some different categories, and and those are like the picnic games, the you know the the bar games. You know we got washer toss, cornhole, shuffleboard horseshoes, bocce ball. So you see a lot of people doing, you know, a couple of those, a combination of, and, you know, they'll compete with the same people in doubles. So they'll have a, you know, a doubles partner that shares, you know, that they're in shuffleboard and washers Mm -hmm. with, you know, Um, and, you know, they bounce around from event to event and try to, you know, try to do as many as possible. So, you know, we see a lot of, um, you know, people that do a lot of those events. We have the field day events, you know, throwing softballs as far as you can, kicking a soccer ball, throwing a Frisbee through accuracy targets, soccer kicks, um, you know, there's, you know, part of those tournament events are badminton and table tennis, racquetball. Um, you know, there's, you know, we have a, a, over 100 people that do swimming events at our Maryland Fox building in Chesterfield. Um, I mentioned water volleyball was back at the J. At, uh, we brought that event uh, to the J. So, you know, there's seven teams of 10 seniors, you know, mostly represented people, residents of senior living communities that have indoor pools, and they practice year-round to compete in the St. Louis Senior Olympics against other other centers. So it's just a really exciting uh, time to be around. The, the now, day. did you mention bridge? You mean the card game? Yeah, so there's duplicate bridge. We partner with the St. Louis Bridge Center and run a game there, and we, we've been doing that for, you know, I want to say 2015, 2016 is when we started it probably, um, and they uh, took took some years off in 2020 and 21, unfortunately. Right. But uh, we're back in 2022, and, you know, that's mental exercise, right? So it's not just physical ac- exercise with the Senior Olympics. It's right. mental as well. Uh, and it, along those lines, we have an art competition. So uh, An art competition yeah, so, with St. Louis Senior so, Olympics. You know, tie, Who knew? Right. So we, t- we tie that to, um, you know, the St. Louis Senior Olympics as well because, you know, not— 
you know, it's not an intimidating event. I, you know, push everyone to throw a softball, throw a washer toss, throw a washer, see what you can do, right? Right. But uh, the art competition is something that, um, you know, if they're really reluctant to do some sort of physical activity, but they are, um, you know, doing these beautiful art pieces, you know, that are on display at their centers. And, uh, you know, they're on that now display at the J throughout the Senior Olympics weekend. You know, I visited with a, with a partner um, of the J a couple weeks ago, and they have many of their residents uh, competing in the Senior Olympics. And uh, an, an artist who is competing is legally blind. And did this just beautiful uh, permanent marker artwork um, that's on display at their center. She's entering it in the same wow. Olympics. So that's so right. Amazing. So you know we're inclusive. There, there's something for everyone. And right. You really get to show off you, you, to the broader community. So not just the senior Olympics, but it's open to the J as well. Yes. Yes. And what what is the competition like between the athletes? I mean, are a lot of trash talk, fun no, going you know, on. It's friendly. You know, there's right. predominantly friendly competition. You know, I through the years I've seen. I love telling this story. I, I've literally seen uh, people holding hands crossing the finish line of the track and field. You know, you're cheering for someone to throw the softball farther than you. Um, you know, the athletes are volunteering for each other to measure their softball throws to, you know, people um, will meet each other in competition on singles shuffleboard and be like, hey, you want to do doubles together later? I don't have a partner. or My partner's sick. Do you want to do shuffleboard together? Right. So then they'll join up for partners later in the day. Um, it's a healthy competition. Again, it's it's friendly because, you know, they see each other once a year. At these games, and you know, you know, it's good catch up. It's good, oh good, sure, good friendly camaraderie. And you know, in our survey, the words that you see constantly are the f- competition and camaraderie is really what people love about it. And you don't necessarily have to be this, you know, really skilled athlete. You know, like someone that had, uh, you know, participated in sports when they were in high school. It it does. You don't have to be that. You do not. So a lot of our senior uh, female athletes will share stories that they were not able to compete in athletics when they were younger, you know, just due to the the laws or their schools that they attended, there were no female athletics. Right. So this is their time to shine. They're using this to kind of, you know, say, shove it down your face. I, you know, we can do it too. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's those people, there's, you know, there's the non-athletic competition, you know, where you can, you can do shuffleboard. We've had, you know, people in wheelchairs compete, compete in events as well. That's great. Um, you know, there's been stories of cancer survivors who use the Senior Olympics for their motivation to get through their cancer journeys. Um, I love to share this story of, of a, a young lady um, who uh, told her doctor, I need to throw the javelin at the St. Louis Senior Olympics. And uh, she was going through her journey and going through her treatments. Right. And, you know, she made it to the Senior Olympics. And, you know, our javelin area was down a steep hill and she couldn't make it down. So our volunteers brought the javelin to her. And and damn well, she threw the javelin at, oh, at the St. Louis Senior Olympics. That is so touching. Yeah. So, it's, so it's there a really, is a lot of support. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of support. And, you know, as, you know— We've been around for, you know, in theory, this should be our 43rd year. We skipped skipped one in, in 2020, unfortunately. Uh, unfortunately, there's no, long, no, no longer anyone with us who's done every single, every single mm-hmm. one. But there's people who have done many. And those people who have done many now have children who are 50 and older. And so now father, the son. The next yeah, generation so, so of St. Louis right, Senior so Olympics. multi-generation I, oh. people that do it. You know, those whose 
um, parents were involved years ago who have not been with us for for some time, but you know now they're competing just to kind of give tribute to to their loved ones. Yeah, that is really wonderful. Um, now, would you say is it more men signed up or more women, or is it pretty you know, much uh, even? It's, it's probably a little bit more men than women. Um, I would say. Um, you know, in terms of the age demographics, the most popular is sixty five to sixty nine. Um, and it's kind of a pyramid. So, you know, it, it's a little more heavy on the male side. Um, but, uh, you know, in terms of the age demographic within each criteria, the the pattern's the same. It, it pyramids at 65 to 69 and, you know, increases up until then and, and decreases down the, the other side of that. Now, did you say that most of the competitions are gender specific, like, you know, bocce ball for men, bocce ball for women, or do they ever do co-ed? Uh, the only co-eds we have open doubles, so we have there, there's a couple co-ed options. So single events is um, single events is gender, and then within your age group, you know sometimes with participation numbers we may combine age groups. You but you always be awarded within your five year age group. When partner events happen, it's the age group you compete is with is with your younger partners. So whoever's the younger, you know, if you're with that hundred hundred year old uh, golfer and a fifty year old. A woman shuffleboard player, you're going to be the 50 to 54 age group. So you're always going to play in the younger group. Right. But the co-ed ones are, there's mixed doubles. So when that means male and female are together, and that has to be, we have an open doubles competition. Um, and that's for a few events, horseshoes, shuffleboard, bowling. Um, when you have an open doubles competition, it can be any combination of any gender. So it could be a male and female, 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 male, male what have you, but they'll be all be competing together within that age group. So open doubles um, with with the younger partner determining the age groups. And, you know, Phil, I want to bring this up. You know, so often with seniors, they lose their spouse and, you know, widowed widowers. Mm -hmm. And this seems like this would be a great event for them to come out, make new friends. Because so often when that happens, what do we see? We see people isolating, which isn't healthy physically or mentally. Right. Do you see a lot of that? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, um, you know, bring their loved ones, those who um, have, uh, you know, it's interesting, those that, that I know are have lost their loved ones or just were never with anyone that, that I knew of will bring their their love, their newfound loved one to the Senior Olympics to, to promote really? the event to, you know, they'll watch them um, or they'll compete together. I'm bringing my girlfriend, I'm bringing my boyfriend. And it's, it's really a part about, you know, the together and, and the camaraderie and, you know, a lot of it has to do with, you know, how many times did you, the, your grandparents uh, go to your youth baseball game, go to your gymnastics meet, um, you know, to support you in your your athletic right. journey? You know, now we're asking for the reversal. Bring your grandkids to cheer you on. And, and you know, it's it's really inspiring to to see that at, um, you know, the track and field, the signs they make, the bells of these Is little kids. Is that right? You know, these little kids make uh, for their grandma and for their grandpa. And um, it's really cool, you know, it's just kind of a role, ver- role reversal to see the family spirit and the family bonding around these kids. Right, right. I love that. Now, you still need volunteers. How many volunteers does it typically take to put on this event? Uh, 
we would take as many volunteers <laughs> as possible. So, you know, no matter the number of athletes, we still need hundreds of volunteers. So, you know, I'd like to say over 200, you know, 300 would be great. Um, you know, the event, well, we have, you know, I'm, I'm staffed at the J. My my um, colleague Stephanie is, is staffed at the J. There are st- several staff that are involved, and, and I'd be remiss not to thank them because they are have as much a part of it as, as any of us do. But every single event has a volunteer event director. So that's 90 events that we have. So there's 90 event directors. So, you know, within under them, there's volunteers that measure the the throws that, you know, pick up the, um, you know, the discus, you know, that bring them back to the people, that time at swimming. So we have all these, uh, you know, volunteers. We have administrative volunteers passing out those goodie bags, the shirts, mm-hmm. um, you know, scorekeepers. So um, it takes hundreds of volunteers and even with those hundreds, you, there's always room for more. Room for more. We'll we'll find some work to do. Well, they're equally as important to the event, right. I would say, as the athletes are, because and we even have volunteers in the office. Um, you know, over the last several weeks, you know, administ- you know, in administrative duties, sending out confirmation letters, filing, getting the bag, the the boxes ready for our event directors with the rules, the the supplies, things of that nature. So, if anyone does want to volunteer, just contact the Jewish Community Center. Yeah, it, there's a volunteer link on our website, St. Louis Senior Olympics dot org. S T Louis L O U I S Senior S E N I O R Olympics O L Y M P I C S dot org. And they don't have to commit to the full weekend if they can. No, can't. there's, you know, small shifts available. So, out, you know, if you have a couple hours on Monday or a couple hours, we will take you. We will, you will be busy. And, it, you know, and, you know, we've had um, athletes who started as volunteers that, you know, just was like, you know what, let me check this out. Mm-hmm. And the volunteers like, then they regret. I'm like, man, I should have done it. <laughs> um, or they're not of age yet and they volunteer for a few years and, and then they get involved. Okay. And what do the athletes win? A trophy? So we give medals. Medals. Uh, yeah, medals for first, second, third, and then ribbons for fourth, fifth, and sixth. Okay. Uh, I bet they treasure them. You know, I've been you know on a few, you know, newscasts and been lucky enough to be, have been interviewed for this, this great program before. And, um, you know, one of my friends with, that's a volunteer event director as well as an, an athlete, they have these rooms and these trophy boxes, these shadow boxes, just boasting – um, with their, you know, medals that they've won through the years. Oh, and they're proud, they're, I'm sure. You know, it's just like they're, you know, in T-ball again and getting that participation trophy and, you know, look, Mommy, I won a trophy. And they just love – because, you know what, in the end, you think about it, they're living healthy lives. They're exercising year-round to, to compete and, you know, to do well against those peers. Is it, you know, do they win money? No. Does it, you know, is it, you know, it's more of – you know, internal, you know, celebratory, right, you, know, right. you know, I did this, you know, I'm proud and, you know, they, they love it. And, you know, there's been people who have just been so passionate about the Senior Olympics and, you know, you know, when they pass, they they ask to be, you know, get shirts with them as they go down under, you know, I mean, right. the people are just very, very passionate about this program. Um, it's just, you know, a longstanding tradition in our community. You know, we this should be our 43rd year, but we're selling, celebrating our 42nd set of games. Um, you know, one of our good good friends uh, at the J uh, was one of the original co-chairs and loves to tell the story of, um, you know, in, in 1980, the J was celebrating our 100th anniversary uh-huh. uh, uh, as an organization. And what, what should we do? And, um, you know, these, these games movements were popping up here and there. And they're like, let's throw our hat at, at 20 events, see what sticks. And, and that's it. And, you know, they got a couple hundred people to show up for 20 events, and they're having a wrap-up meeting, 
And they were sharing that, um, you know, the letters started pouring in. When are you doing it again? My my brother wants to compete. I need to do better. Add this event. Add that event. You know, I need to train more. And, you know, what was this was intended to be a one-time event. And, and you know, it was and so well-received. So well, incredibly well-received. And, you know, obviously, it's you know, I've heard stories, you know, our cycling races um, at a, a state park in, in Alton, Illinois, you know, years ago, it was in a parking lot in loops, you know? So, I mean, obviously, we've upgraded our-, our Was yeah, it yeah, really? Our oh, I, my I mean, goodness. You know, 1980. So, yeah, yeah. You know, things have changed. But, you know, it's a, it's a very well-organized, competitive event for people that want to, you know- Strive to succeed in, in in fun and athletic competitions. Now, do any of the athletes see each other other times of the year, or is this the one time? Uh, many of them, it's their one time because you know they come from you know at at most uh, at times we've had 170 zip codes represented within the St. Louis Senior Olympics. So it's mostly St. Louis, St. Charles counties, uh, you know the Illinois, you know other side of of the river in Illinois. But people, you know, we have a dozen states, so people who have you know, grew up in St. Louis and lived here at some time, have now retired to Florida. But they come back. I was going to ask you, yeah. do you ever have yeah, people? Yeah, so they come back to the St. Louis for the St. Louis Senior Olympics uh, every year. Or, you know, since we are a holiday weekend, people from outside the state are traveling to visit family for a high school graduation. Hey, there's a cool event going on. I'm, I need to get some master's points for track and field. I'm going to run in your meet. So we've had people that way as well. Really? Okay. So, wow, what an amazing event. Now, do your athletes have to be fully vaccinated to compete or? No, they do not. They don't. Okay. No. Okay. Now, you mentioned the tap dancers, which you've talked about before, sure. which I think is so cool. But you have other type of dance? That yeah, so this year we opened it up to other forms of dance. And I know there's um, a, a couple doing ballroom dancing. There's a few other acts. So I love uh, this it. is our first time that um, beyond the tappers, we're going to have some other mediums of dance as well. So we're excited to share that. And that'll you. be during opening ceremonies. So that's, yeah, and, and, and the other thing is the entire community, please come on Thursday, May 26th. So um, many of our sponsors are present with booths um, from 1 to 4 uh, at the Jay and Creve Corps. Um, and then um, we'll have a, a short opening ceremonies with a ceremonial ceremonial torch lighting, some commencement speeches, and then you guys are the entire community is welcome to watch the dance exhibition with uh, lovely acts of of various forms of dance. Great. So really, for the J, this is kind of like your official kickoff or unofficial kickoff to summer, wouldn't you say? Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. So um, you know. The J is a busting place in the summer. You know, we have day camps through the roof. Our pools are, are at capacity. Uh, this is kind of the kickoff when, you know, summer kind of starts because, you know, day camps and, and right. other programs start right after Memorial Day. Now, have you ever had any of your participants say, you know, Memorial Day weekend, a lot of times it's we can't make it because of family events. Yep. So it has the J ever considered moving it? Yeah, so just in that that same uh, regards that you asked the question earlier is Labor Day versus Memorial Day. So we all also ask that on our survey, and it's impossible to please everyone. If I would, yeah. I, would, I, would well, love to, sure. I would love to do that. Um, but, you know, our, our restrictions are that, you know, we're at the mercy of other venues as well. So we can't right. do track and field when school is in session because they have their own track, mm -hmm. you know, track athletes. Um, you know, our pool needs to be opened – um, for our swim competition. So we have to look at that timing as well. Staff resources, when are we busy? And, you know, as, you know, m you know, many people are retired, but many are not. So if we did it on a non-holiday weekend, you know, if we did it on a Friday, 
will, you know, the younger 50-year-olds, you know, sign up when they're potentially still in the workforce. So the holiday weekend gives us a little more flexibility with, um, you know, off days for the most majority of people to compete, uh, as well as the ability to use outside venues, um, you know, adhering to their schedules. And, you know, you forgot, Phil, you don't want to do it in mid-July because we all know— the St. Louis heat and humidity oh wouldn't, God. oh, everybody would be melting. That right. would be a very correct. bad time. Yes, that is absolutely correct. And so, you know, the spring is a good weather. Uh, I mean, I can never control the weather, but, you know, it's, you know, it's been hot during Senior Olympics, so, you know, and it's also been cool and, and rainy. But Well, last you know, year over Memorial Day weekend, I remember it was really chilly. It was raining. My daughter was so upset right. because the pool was opening that day at the Saturday before Memorial, and, and, the pool didn't open because it was just That's too right. chilly. Yeah, I remember thinking and speaking with some colleagues, I'm like, oh, senior this would have been great to have this week because, you know, it was cool and no one would, you know, there would be no, you know, heat exhaustion. Right. Um, but this is, you know, people just have a habit. You know, people are, are nature's, nature of habits and um, this is our weekend. And, you know, I think it's, you know, f- it's the best option we have with all the tangibles we have to, to work through. Right. Well, I'm so happy that St. Louis Senior Olympics is, you know, a return to normal this yeah, year. thank you. So you'll have to come back and tell us how everything went. I would love w- to. Yeah. Went. I'm right. sure it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful experience. Yes, thank you so much. So thank you again for joining us. Well, that does it for us. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Life's Third Act. Take care. You've been listening to Life's Third Act, a podcast for thriving in retirement. Sponsored by Tucker Allen, your estate and elder law advisors. Each week we discuss topics and answer questions to help you better plan for your future. For more information, visit TuckerAllen.com. Subscribe and listen again next week for another edition of Life's Third Act. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements.